Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome. In most cases, the journey that you go on to become an entrepreneur is equally, if not more valuable than the preparation or education you took to become that. The today's episode, we speak with Gabriel Peterson, the creator of the Real Estate Investors Club podcast host for Pursuing Greatness and the podcast, The Real Estate Investors Club. Located in Seattle, he helps savvy business owners become investors through online training as well as successfully running his own investment business. Let's take a listen to our conversation that we had earlier today. Welcome to the Content Amplification Podcast, where you will gain insight into real-life tactical and strategic elements to help you scale and grow your business. Now, let's get started with today's episode. So Gabe, thank you so much for being uh, a guest on the podcast today. Absolutely, Sean. Thanks for having me. So the reason that, that I, I wanted you to be a guest on the podcast, not only because you know, you've got, you've got an experience in, in real estate, uh, which is, is unlike anyone that we've had a guest on the show about, but also being a, a host of two other podcasts yourself, uh, to get where you're at, obviously there, there's been some work that you've had to do uh, in marketing, in, in ads and all that kind of stuff. I want to kind of dig into a lot of that uh, in today's episode. Sound good? Yep. Sounds great. Perfect. So let's, let's get to, to know Gabe a little bit. Uh, give me and our audience a, a bit of a background as to where you're located uh, and, and where you are right now um, in your business. Perfect. Yeah. So I am up here in the uh, beautifully sunny Pacific Northwest up here in Seattle. Um, it's a joke. It's actually very rainy right now, but <laughs> I'm up here in Seattle. Um, I, my journey has been very, um, I mean, like a lot of entrepreneurs, it has not been linear. Um, I got started, shoot. Uh, well, first I got started in corporate at a college. Um, I worked as a management consultant. And then from there, I, you know, I needed to find a way out. I, I knew this was, that was not the path for me. Um, so I was kind of looking for things and, um, I jumped from corporate. The first thing, you know, entrepreneurial thing that I did was, uh, e-commerce. So I jumped into e-commerce, um, and then to digital marketing as an agency. Um, but after that I can go deeper into this if you want, but after that, I, I you know, I, at the time I, I had done a flip with a friend and I realized real estate was really where I wanted to be. So, uh, so that's where I ended up. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. We're, we're sharing the same weather today. <laughs> where, are you, where are you from again? Uh, we're in Nova Scotia, Canada. So oh, Nova Scotia. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, you know, before we, we actually got on the podcast, you, you sent over some information and the three things that you really look at, uh, you know, try to bring out in life and your business, you say, are how to live your life. Well, real estate marketing, uh, and then also travel and sports. So there's quite a dynamic there. Um, Let's talk before we get into to understanding the real estate side. Um, you know, 
from the business side and also your, you know, your e-commerce, what are some of the things that you really bring to what you do today that really you learn by, you know, the work on the streets, as we say it, right? Not, not something that was professionally taught, but a lot of this marketing, you know, comes to people through doing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was, I mean, that is exactly how I learned it too. Um, and I, I'm actually glad, you know, um, whenever you're in a situation and it's not going the way you want, you're always, you know, it's always frustrating, but looking back, I'm glad I made the, I took e-commerce and then an agency as steps to getting to where I am. Cause I really did teach me, um, I'm just a ninja when it comes to, to marketing. It taught me really good marketing strategy and tactics. Um, so, so yeah, I got started in, uh, as I said, in, um, in e-commerce and e-commerce is all about Facebook ads um, and a little bit of Google. I did some Google remarketing, but mostly Facebook. So I got really, really good um, at running Facebook ads, creating effective Facebook ads, and then creating remarketing campaigns um, based on um, lookalike audiences and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it re the e-commerce side really taught me how to do that well. Um, and so once I had kind of mastered that, I realized there were other applications. And so I, that's when I started marketing for other people. And actually the first client that I had, um, for my quote unquote agency, I, agency is kind of a loose term because it was really only ever me. Um, so it was just kind of more freelancing. Um, so, but my first client was a, a, a realtor and I'm having him as a client. He, he was a, a luxury real estate agent. So he sold, you know, houses 1 million plus. Um, and uh, it really taught me that going through that experience really taught me how to use uh, Google remarketing a lot more effectively and Google ads a lot more effectively. Um, so those kind of set up the stage for where I am today to, for in, uh, in real estate, um, because we still, the, the main way we drive leads uh, for off-market properties um, is through digital marketing, through uh, different marketing sources. You know, we've added other things since then. We've, we've added um, uh, direct mail and we've added a ringless voicemail and stuff like that. But, but digital marketing is still the kind of the backbone of, uh, of the marketing plan to where we are today. Now, you mentioned about when you got your start in e-commerce and how, you know, you learned how to make effective Facebook ads. Our listeners, you know, really are dabbling in, in Facebook themselves, uh, mostly, what would you say makes an effective Facebook ad? Yeah, I, I feel like the mistake that most people make is they do just one ad. And that is, that's where you can really up your game is re realizing that Facebook is not just about first impressions. Uh, I mean, it is about first impressions, but you really, that first ad you do um, should really just bring them in. It should really just, you know, entice them to want to interact with you to understand more about what it is that you're offering. After that, that first time they, they, you know, that first touch point is never or rarely going to be the sale. It's rarely going to be where they actually, you know, you know, click yes, click, you know, join your list, whatever it may be. The it's all in the remarketing on Facebook. It's in getting those, um, those additional uh, touch points by, by hitting the lists again, creating custom audiences. And then once you have enough conversions, once you have, um, you know, enough people join your lists or enough people buy your product, you, then you can create lookalike audiences with the, with the, the data that you've gotten um, from running those ads. So it's about retouching the people who have already uh, expressed interest in your product. And then it's about creating audiences using the lookalike feature in, in Facebook 
um, that that can really hone in on on your uh, your ideal customer um, beyond what you could what you can identify by creating your own your own ad. I mean, um, you know, you can set your your demographic and all that stuff, but you really don't know specifically as as well as Facebook does when it comes to um, your your perfect perfect audience, your perfect demographic. Yeah. And what we found is Facebook does a lot with, you know, the behavior of people's action, uh, right? Relying a lot on their algorithm uh, as well to to self-identify. Now, have you found certain types of ads more effective? By that, I mean, you know, image, video, carousel, anything like that, that really works well for you? Um, Yeah. I mean, different ads work with Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> in short, yes, but also, uh, it, I mean, with every campaign, it really does come down to testing, um, especially. I mean, with with uh, um, real estate now, it's uh, it really does come down to testing. With real estate, I feel like video works the best. Um, video, I, I feel like is very effective um, overall. But I've had success with just plain images. Um, if they're an image that isn't. Uh, you know, that for, for some reason, somebody would want to click on, it can't just be something generic, but um, just individual images have worked. I haven't had a lot of success with carousel ads, um, though I have heard people have success with them. Um, I personally haven't. Uh, But video really is, in in my opinion, I feel it's, it's the medium that works the best, but that's with a caveat in that images also work. You just got to test around, figure out what's, what works specifically for your, your audience. Absolutely. Now, one thing when you you were first telling us your experience that I picked up on was you started an e-commerce with Facebook and mostly Facebook and a little bit of Google. And then you said you started to work for the uh, for that real estate agent uh, and you did a lot more on Google. Would you say that Google is a better place for real estate? Um, it depends. <laughs> I mean, it always depends uh, for agents. Facebook is very effective. So what I do is, is investing. We do real estate investing. So we, uh, we buy, um, you know, single family, multifamily apartment buildings, and then we, we reposition them, um, and sell them, um, or mobile home and RV parks as well. So we're really on the buying side. We try to identify sellers out there who are willing or looking to sell, um, find them before they put their property on the market and, uh, and buy that property from them. Um, Realtors are really, it's more B to C in my opinion. I, I consider uh, what we're doing, it's not, we're, it's not really B to B, but um, it's just a different kind of dynamic. I feel like Facebook works a lot better for realtors. Um, for investors, I, you, I have a lot of success with paper uh, PPC, so um, Google ads. Uh, so if you really get the right keywords, if you really identify what it is people are searching um, to find somebody like you, you know, in our specific business, somebody will be searching, you know, businesses that buy houses, um, sell my house for cash, something like that. And so being able to be there when they, when they put that in the search engine, that is very, very effective, uh, for the investing side of real estate. But, you know, it's not just that one ad. Um, it's everything that comes after that. As I said, we do remarketing ads after that. We do uh, display remarketing ads for Google. So it's kind of the whole ecosystem that works together. But uh, for the investing side, PPC, we found a, a lot of success there. Yeah. And, and one of the things that you um, 
like when you go to your website, it's very clean, very professional. You also have done uh, two podcasts, right? The the Real Estate Investors Club, which is obviously the name of, of the business and the website, but also you had a uh, Pursuing Greatness. Talk about your 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 decision to go into podcasting. How important was that for you and, and even, you know, in growing and, and scaling your business? Yeah, so podcasting, um, you know, there's different, now that we're, we've kind of grown, we have our portfolio, there's different, things that we're considering and, and uh, me in particular. Um, so I, I really do like helping other people, you know, achieve financial independence. I feel like, you know, I came from corporate. I understand working the nine to five um, for some piece people that is, that's perfect. That's a great way to go. Um, for me, it wasn't. And so I want to help other people who, you know, want to achieve that, that type of freedom. So I've created a course and um, other educational things on there uh, on the website, um, like an ebook, et cetera that is available there. And so that the podcast really was, uh, it was a way to connect with other people. It was a way to connect with other investors. Um, and then also a way to connect with other, just other people who want to get into investing, um, educate them, and then also grow that side of the business, the, the education side of the business. Um, and it has, I love podcasting, which is why I have two of them. The, the second one, the uh, pursuing greatness podcast, that has nothing to do with business at all. It's, you know, I created the, the real estate investing club, ING. Um, I created the real estate investing club. Uh, you know, that was a, that was a business move. I wanted to, you know, really get out there, get more involved in, in my niche, in my business. Um, but pursuing greatness, I just like the investing club so much that I decided I wanted to do something around another topic that I'm really passionate about, which is, you know, living a good life. And so I started pursuing greatness. It has nothing to do with, uh, with any like ROI goal or anything like that. It's more of a passion project. And it's interesting that you took, you know, the invest, the investing, um, I guess, business that you were doing, uh, and then turned it into a, a, a online business to, to help others, right. With, with being able to have that online course and teach them the knowledge that you have. A lot of times I find people that are really skilled in a certain industry, they get siloed in that and they think that's all they can do. Uh, and they, they don't know that they can take their knowledge and turn it into a, a online business. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Would you agree I that? mean, that, I think you can do that with pretty much any business. Mm -hmm. It is hard. I mean, you really do have to, um, you can't do it all yourself. You have to start hiring, you know, different things out. I tried to do it all myself. Um, you know, in real estate, I, I, I have tons of different partners and ton, tons of different people that I work with to help make the business successful. Um, and when I went into the podcasting side and the education side, I tried to do it all myself. I was like, you know, I got this, there's no problem. Uh, and you just, it's just too much. And so I think anybody can make, make, you know, have success on, in the online space. I, I really highly encourage people to, uh, to, you know, hire VAs, um, if, you need to do ads, hire somebody to do the ads because it just, it just takes a lot of time. And if you're doing two businesses, having that additional business is uh, it's going to dilute your focus. And, um, and so you really, you really do want to try to get some, get some help in there. Would you say that it's, it's something that, that you know, investing in, in real estate, something that somebody could do, you know, in steps instead of just going full into it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's why I think, uh, you know, we have a book, an, um, an ebook e on the website that kind of goes through, you know, if you're just getting started, how to get into here. And what I really love about um, real estate is that 
there are so many different strategies and tactics that you can use to get involved in the space. I mean, most people, the only thing that comes to mind is HGTV, um, which by the way, Flipping Houses is nothing like those shows. So don't, don't <laughs> think it is. Uh, but there's a lot of other ways like, that you can do it without having a ton of capital um, to put down on a house. And so you, uh, wholesaling is the, is the biggest thing that most people are involved with. And that's essentially uh, getting a, a property under contract for say $100,000 and then finding a buyer for that, for that contract for $105,000. So taking that fee. Um, and then there's also seller financing, which is a great, great, great way to get involved in a property um, without having a ton of money to put down. And that's just going to a seller of a house. You know, we do mobile home and RV parks. So we go to, to park owners, but you can do it for single family too. And just go, you know, go up to Joe Smith and say, Hey, Joe, I love your property. Um, you know, I, I, I would really like to buy it from you. Are you willing to finance it for me? And what that does is it puts Joe in the position of the bank um, so Joe uh, can can be the bank, can act as the bank. You create a note that uh, that makes it official, and you put you can negotiate with Joe and say, "Hey Joe, I'll put ten thousand dollars down, or five thousand, or even one thousand. Some people even do it where they put nothing down. Give Joe a good interest rate, so it's in his interest. You know, he really does want to do this. Um, and then you just rent it out and and pay Joe as the bank rather than going to an actual bank and getting a loan, which most people is the leap that most people can't get over. Okay, excellent. So you know, in in everything that you've learned through you know your your, your agency, you know e-commerce to the real estate, the investing, what would you say to any business owner who's like, hey, you know what, I really need to do better at at marketing my business online, what should they look at in your opinion? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that really comes down. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that, that you have to think about when, um, you're talking about small businesses. Most of the time, if you don't have, if you're a small business and you really have no marketing budget, um, that is different than somebody with, with a decent profit margin who has a good marketing budget to work with. Um, if you're really, really, really low on a marketing budget, then I, I would highly encourage you to do at least one campaign. Um, so you have a website, I'm sure as a business, small business owner, you got to have a website. So if you don't have a lot of money to put in the upfront ads, at least have a remarketing ad. So when people go to your website, when they find you um, through maybe a GMB, a, a Google My Business or anything like that, you'll be able to retouch them. And the, the ROI on a remarketing ad is much higher than the front end ads that you usually do. So get that camp campaign in place. And outside of that, find a way, um, an organic way to start generating traffic. Podcasts are great. They're a great way to do it. Um, you can just post on social media. You could create blogs. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different ways to do organic marketing. Um, I think podcasts are great, um, but start, start getting engaged that way. Uh, and then get that remarketing campaign up. Um, and I feel like that's a, that's a really good starting point for anybody who doesn't have a huge budget. Now, what, what are your thoughts on constantly creating content, being consistent in what you put out versus, you know, launching, you know, a new website. It's great. It's up there. You're running ads to it, but you're not actually putting out new ongoing content. Have you seen the importance of that? Um, I mean, in my own businesses, it, they both work. Uh, constantly creating content works. Um, remark or paid ads work. 
Uh, and so it really depends on what you want to do. Um, and the great thing is that they work together. And so if you, if you're creating content, you're, you know, constantly creating that content, pushing it out there into the world. Um, say you make videos, you post them on your Facebook, uh, Facebook account. Um, what you can do is, uh, kind of combine the world. So, so look at who has watched those, that video that you put out, that podcast that you put out, who's watched that, um, on Facebook, 95% of the video, if they've watched it, 95% of the video, that means they're probably interested in what you got to say. Um, so then you can run remarketing ads. And again, I, I'm like hitting a dead horse here with remarketing. And that's just because I really believe that those, when it comes to budget, they are very, it's a very effective way to utilize your budget. Absolutely. You've got a warmer audience. Uh, and, and a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of business owners that I've talked to that I initially run into don't even know what remarketing is, right? They know, they know the experience once you explain it to them, when they've added something to a cart on Amazon, and the next thing it's following them around every website they've been to, uh, they finally get that concept, but a lot of businesses don't have that in play. Um, and I really like what you say about that being, you know, your first step into digital ads. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Now, before we, we wrap up, uh, is there anything else that, that you're up to future you know, kind of cool projects that you'd like to, to just kind of let our listeners hear about? Um, yeah, I mean, as I said, I'm, I'm really passionate about helping people achieve financial freedom. Anybody can do it. Um, so we, we have a course that we're, uh, we're finalizing now. It's, it's pretty much done. Um, we're also doing a, uh, a group coaching um, session if people are interested in using real estate as the method to do that. Um, so you can check that out at the real estate investing club, um, dot com. And, uh, also, I mean, pursuing greatness podcasts, I always like to plug that just because it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So if you guys are in into, um, you know, living a good life, mastering your health, wealth, wisdom, and, uh, and, and relationships, then that's a, it's a good place to check out. Absolutely. And you also have the ebook and the real estate investing bundle. Um, we'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Gabe, thank you so much for, uh, joining me today uh, and sharing this knowledge and, and, um, for everyone listening, if you want to get in touch with Gabe, the website is realestateinvestingclub.com. The link is also in the show notes. And, uh, again, thank you very much. Absolutely, Sean. Thanks for having me on. You. Thanks for listening to the Content Amplification Podcast. If you have questions about how you can amplify your content strategy, go to amplifymycontent.com. Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner, ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam. Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome.